Thank you all for tuning into the podcast entitled I'm My Sister's Keeper. My name is Carla and I'm your host. This evening, we have Philip Alexander, artist extraordinaire, who will be discussing his love for music, food, fashion, family, and much more. Philip, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, Philip. Hey, Carla. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much. How are you? I'm, I'm holding on. I'm, I'm here. Hold on, brother. Keep on holding on. All right, listen. Listen, I am turning the floor over to you because this is part two of our conversation. Uh, we didn't get a chance to discuss, um, you know, your love for music and food and family in depth um, if, in part one. So the floor is all yours. Take it away, boo. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, you know, I said a little bit in the first, the first uh, podcast, you know, that music has been with me for my whole life since before I think I came out of my mother's womb. My father was banging on drums and trying to set up, set up a life for us. And, um, with music and creativity um, and so music is essential to everything I do. Um, sometimes when I'm uh, working on art or I'm working on fashion, I I have to really stop myself from turning on music. <laughs> it, it, it like it's like a jealous lover, right? Mm-hmm. It takes my attention away from. The, the other things that I love doing, right? And so I'm, I'm, I might be drawing something, I might be painting something, I might be working, doing something for a client, and if, you know, the right music comes on, I might start singing, and, you know, I'll be up off my chair, you know, singing along, writing something, getting ideas uh, for new songs. And so... So yeah, so music music is a is a really essential part. Um, it, it sticks with me. Sometimes I don't even like to turn on music because if I listen to you know some something that's really good, it stays with me. I don't know if this ever happens to you, but sometimes when you listen to certain songs and you go to bed at night and the song or songs are still going on right. in your when you sleep right. and you're like. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> right. Please stop singing to me. Please stop. That you know, that's what it that that's what it's like for me. It, it is it is that important and that uh crucial to my living. Um and so so yeah, so uh I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Well, I know. I know that your love for music absolutely goes way back. I know that when we were in college you would perform at various clubs throughout the city. And I don't know if you remember this, but remember the night that you, and I don't know what club it was, but you were singing one of Donny Hathaway's songs because he's one of your favorite artists. I know that for yeah. sure. And yes. I was in the club. And now, once again, I don't remember where this club was. <laughs> I was in the club 
And I was sitting in a table not far from where you were, just in awe. Now, mind you, you know, we always would listen to you sing. So it's not, you know, it wasn't anything new. It wasn't that I didn't know that you could sing, but it was just so fabulous to see you on stage. Um, And do you remember that as you performed the song, a gentleman walked up behind me and tapped on my shoulder and that we got into a fight and they pulled me out of the club. Do you remember that? I didn't say too much. My God. I, 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 you know what? I don't. Remember, I don't remember that. I remember. I remember singing, singing a lot. And you know, once I was asked to sing for um, an event or maybe one of the talent shows or something, I remember singing. Oh I remember singing that song a lot. Singing a song for you. Yes. Uh, a yes. lot. Yes. Um. And it was interesting, you know, I was, okay, so let me backtrack for a second. So I remember doing my, doing my homework in the dorms, Mm -hmm. right? And listening to The Quiet Storm, WBLS, (laughs) right? And this is, this was, this was a regular, this was, this was a, um, this was a a regular occurrence. Right, right, right. Turn on BLS. I would sit down. I would either be drawing or sewing up something or writing a paper. Or yeah, because we had schoolwork that was due. Right. Just stuff was always due. Right. Nonstop. Nonstop. It was like, you got. You got. You got to get it done. Yeah. And I would turn on BLS and listen to the Quiet Storm. And I remember this one particular night. I was listening. I don't know if it was in Coed or East Hall. I can't remember. But I remember Donnie Hathaway's A Song For You came in. Yep. And I literally um, fell off my chair. I was I was dumbfounded by what I was hearing. And I was just like, oh my God. Like, what is this? Who yeah. is this person? Incredible. Right? Now, I knew of Donnie Hathaway. I knew about the Roberta Flack duet. I heard it thousands of times when I was living in California. It was a big hit in California. Yeah. I knew I knew that, but I didn't know his music, right? And when I heard that, I just, and I had, had just happened to be recording. You used to record the radio to listen to stuff right. and then go back and listen, right? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I had my boombox from Indiana <laughs> and I, you know, was recording and recorded it and recorded like the first, the last half of it. I didn't even know, I didn't even have the first half of the song. And it struck me so deeply that I was like, oh my God, I just would listen to it over and over again. And I would sing it, and I would learn it, and then you know they asked me somebody, you know Deborah Peyton Jones. Oh, oh God, God, I remember her. I love this woman. She, to this day, she is she is the most special, special person. Yeah, I mean a protector, a mentor, an encourager. Yeah. You know, a mama, a sister, a friend, an auntie. She, an auntie, she yeah. was always and and still is a person that I stay in contact with and helped me and encouraged me and she asked me to participate in some function and I went and sang 
and that's that started the whole that started my 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 love affair with Donny Hathaway. Yeah. And um and I imagine that you know you you're telling the story as towards you. Um I I imagine that yes it, it it probably did happen. I don't re, I don't remember it in in that much detail, but I mean I was singing singing that song all over all over town whenever anybody wanted to hear it. Um and I don't sing it as much as I used to. Um I don't sing it as much as I used to. Um and not because I don't love it, just because it takes me places. You mm-hmm. know, these songs, music takes you back to moments. Yeah. Like very much and, so. and it, it, mm-hmm. for me it's like I've got a vast library of music of records and cds and tapes and they all have been assigned to a particular time in my life and so when i so when i listen to when i listen to uh, donny hathaway or that particular song in particular it takes me back to places that i don't always want to go to um i can remember being you know being depressed or being um sad you know, for whatever reason, um, you know, when you're young and your chemicals are like, you know, moving around, you have all kinds of emotions and you could be super, super happy one moment and then super down the next. Um, you know, it's just all like that kind of stuff. Um, but, um, but yeah, I, I think when I, when I heard that song, it changed me. And then I found out, um, from my grandmother, I was having a conversation with my grandmother, God bless her, who's still here. I think she's 80, 80 88, 89, wow. almost 80, 90. Wow. And I remember talking to her about it, talking to her about, oh, I'm, you know, I've been singing and, you know, I'm starting to get into the, my music self now. And, you know, I'm, you know, I heard this song called A Song for You by Donny Hathaway and she just laughed. And she said, you know, when you were a baby, you know, when I was a baby, my mom and my aunties and my uncles and everybody, we all lived in the same house and they were teenagers. Yep. And my grandfather lived there and she said, you know, when you were a baby, uh, George, my grandfather, used to play Donny Hathaway incessantly mm-hmm. like ever donnie would come to indianapolis he would be there they would go yeah. to club to hear him play live it was always around yeah, and so, he was an and incredible was, artist uh, he was an incredible artist yeah he was he was he, he was prolific he yeah. was prolific talent his virtuosity and she's like you know it, it's not surprising that the song moved you and that his voice is so prevalent always in your mind because when you were a baby that's all we listened to that wow. you know your grandfather loved Johnny Hathaway um and played it all the time and it was always playing when you were around but when but when I was a teenager we I didn't you know I didn't listen to listen to Johnny Hathaway I didn't you know I didn't it didn't it didn't, I didn't think I even thought about it. And it wasn't until college that it was like, oh, wow. Right. And I found my, I found my voice through 
through Donny Hathaway's voice. I don't sound like Donny Hathaway. I don't, you know, I don't claim to, you know, be as gifted as he was. Mm-hmm. But I found, uh, I found my singing voice uh, through Donny Hathaway's voice. Um, and uh, yeah, and it's been it's been wonderful. I mean, you know, having a father who's a musician. Uh, with his own band and all the musicians around constantly and then time in the church singing in the choir you know this this stuff is not it's not, not new uh, to you it's not new to you not, at all it's not yeah. new to anybody right yeah. because they're like tons of amazing young people and people who sing in the choirs and you know are super super talented right. you know it's not a thing that is not uh is not a thing that isn't in our community. It's mm-hmm. in our community. And so me being surrounded by funk music when I was a little kid and then, you know, and then going to the church and then finding the Clark sisters and and right? And and then, you know, and then, you know, leaving the church, not leaving the church because the church never leaves you, no. But leaving and becoming a young adult and then falling in love with Whitney and Anita Baker mm-hmm. and Layla Hathaway <laughs> and, you know, the and, classics. and Shasta yeah. and Stephanie yeah. Mills. Yeah. And, and it, you can hear, you can hear, um, you can hear a, um, uh, a leaning toward the black female vocalist for me is really, um, has really been uh, a guiding force for me. You didn't right? say Phyllis Hyman. And Phyllis. Uh, and, oh my God! God, forgive me, forgive me, God. Yes. But the great yes. Almighty Phyllis Hyman. Yes. Right. Yes. Like, these women, Angela Bofield. I could go on and on down the line. Yes, you can. Khan, I may have said Shaka Khan already. Shaka Khan, and then our then our legendary singers. Uh, Miss Sarah Vaughn, Ella mm-hmm. Fitzgerald, Carmen Absolutely. Lee, Nancy Wilson. Yeah. I mean, on and on. Rachel Farrell. Yeah. Then yeah. our contemporary, Jill Scott, Erica Baidu. Yeah. Like, it's just like, and on and on and on. It's, and it, on it, it, and on and on. It's just, it is an amazing, um, it is an amazing what do you, I don't even know how to describe it. Music it is, is life. Music is life. It is a life. Bible. Yeah. It is a Bible yeah. of sorts for yeah. me, yeah. right? And I started working on a project, and I'm not going to talk a lot about it because it's still in the process, but I've started working on this project that is really a love letter, mm-hmm. um, a love letter to black women and to these vocalists and to the black women in my life who have helped um, helped guide me, keep me, um, keep me growing, keep me understanding new things about myself. Um, and I'm super excited about it. I've been working on it for about five or six years. No, not that long. Maybe about, maybe about three years. Mm-hmm. And I, just before the pandemic, I was, uh, going up to New York to work with my accompanist and, you know, start putting the music together and writing these things. 
Um, I'm really super excited. And, I, you know, I was so sad when the pandemic happened because I was uh, ready to sit down with some some people that I really respect who are um, in the world of, of performance art, Omi Yoshun, uh, Omi Joni, <laughs> um, Sharon Bridgeforth, E. Patrick Johnson, people that, that I really, really respect and want to help me develop this further. And when the pandemic happened, all of those ideas went away, or not, they didn't go away, but, you know, they were on hold. Right. Um, and, uh, and so I'm eager for the pandemic to go away so that I can bring this idea to the stage, to people, um, and yeah, really, really exciting. Well, I can't um, wait. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear more about it. And, and you're and you're included. You're included in this as well. I know I am because <laughs> you, you told you me. Been, you you told me already. A, a really, uh, uh, a really steady friend, and in my life, um, keeping me, <laughs> keeping me honest, yep. keeping me. Uh, on the straight and narrow in particular ways, yep. keeping understanding um, and and loving me through all of it, right? And encouraging me. Like you, when, when you started to do this podcast, you know, I was the first person listening and super excited. You were. And, you know, and like, this was, you need, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. You mm-hmm. need this there, you need this. You, you know, that, that's just what I do. Because you, you, you know, you're my sister, and, and I'm like, okay, do this, do that, right? <laughs> Understand that in time, you're gonna do what is what is right for you. Right. But you, when you were encouraging me to get on here and talk about myself, I'm like, what? No, <laughs> I don't. No, 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 no. And you just kept like, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. I'm gonna call you. And you're gonna do it. Because I wasn't taking no for an answer because. You have so much to share. You have so, all of us do. Our stories, we have so much to share. And you never know that, you know, uh, uh, the conversation we uh, have could actually move someone and maybe uh, to get up and do something they've been thinking about doing for weeks, months, or years. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know how your story can affect someone else. And I, I mean, I love you. I've known you for a really long time. And I know that there's so much more to you than just the artist, uh, the musician. Um, you can cook your ass off. Okay. I don't know if a lot of people know that about you. Uh, fashion. I mean, you know, fashion from A through Z. I, so there's just so much about you. There's just so much. And a lot of people don't know that. And yeah. as we talk about, or I'm, I'm segueing it, segueing into food, Philip. What are you cooking now? Because I know before you moved, um, you were cooking whatever you, whatever, you know, you want it. Um, then I know that you went into this whole health kick. And so yeah. you had eliminated a lot of things out of your diet. What does that look like now? Well, it's it's looking it's looking very serious right now. Like oh, I'm, God. I'm doing I'm only 
doing salads right now. Really? Oh. What kinds of salads? You know, I have. I'll have fish. I'll have you know a piece of lamb. So have you gained uh, crazy weight? I the, during the pandemic. Oh my god! Yeah, I like, know. I know we all about, did. Talked about doing a Zoom live thing, and I was like, "No, I'm not getting on camera." <laughs> Yeah. No, we've yeah. been in here eating and eating bread and and yeah, having a great time and not I know. worrying about it. And now and now it's like okay, you 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 see yourself and you say okay, I got I got to pull back. I know, I me too. I've gained weight too, cause honey, I was in here cooking. I was in here making gravy. Okay, gravy, gravy. honey. Yes, I was my making favorite, gravy. My favorite thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> One of my great true joys, yeah. gravy. And, you know, most a lot of people I thought don't like gravy, but oh. I love some gravy. That's like, because we're from the Midwest. We're from the yeah. Midwest, okay? Yeah. And, honey, yeah. they're going to yeah. put you some gravy in a bowl for your biscuits or something. What? Oh, gosh. Yeah, serious. It's serious. So, so yeah, so I, I've gained, I'm, you know, unlike, not unlike all other folks, during the pandemic, I've I put on some weight, and I've actively been um, working out a lot more and eating more salads. And you know, I don't need to be skinny. You know, I don't need to be like I was when I was in my twenties. Um, but I need to. I definitely need to pull pull back a little bit. Yeah, and, but you cook so well. You used to fry fish with grits and smothered chicken, and oh my I, God, I, I, we used to I eat. Do all of that stuff. I do do all of that oh stuff. Oh my God, my is a is a great a great cook as well. Your and mother so, came. Remember one day we were at the apartment in Brooklyn, and your mother came and cooked breakfast, and she did like smothered apples and cinnamon yeah. and brown sugar with sausage yeah. and biscuit. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so all of that stuff, yeah, no. <laughs> I can't. I gotta I gotta I can't I can't be fooled. So you're really not cooking that? Wow. I mean I'm not cooking I'm not cooking nearly the way that I I used to when, you know, when you would come to the house or, then, right. you know, come to the apartment in Brooklyn or whatever. I'm not, you know, I, um, I love all that stuff. I know I you do. do. And, you know, that's the stuff that I was raised on, but I recognize that, you know, mm -hmm. I'm an old man now. I'm not old, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving toward a very a mature age <laughs> and I can't, I can't, I can't, um, I can't be partaking in all that all that sugary, buttery. You're just not as active as you used to be because we were no, all I'm, in our. Oh, I'm still, I'm still as active. Oh, I'm, you are. I'm, I'm just, I'm eating more now. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> we weren't eating a lot, right? Because there wasn't a lot of money around all the time, right? Um, but now I'm, I'm established, and I'm, uh, I, I can have what I want whenever I want it, and but I recognize just ha being able to have what you want when you want it is not always a good thing. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love, I still love to cook for my friends. I have a friend who comes by. Every you know, couple of weeks or every month, once a month, and I, I make brunch, and we we do it up. Um, 
but I'm really about eating clean now. Okay. Eating eating farm raised, uh, sustainable, good clean food now. Because I think as as we get older, our bodies don't metabolize the stuff as well as it used to. And I want to be around for a long time. I feel that I have a lot more to offer to the world. And, you know, my thing is, you know, I understand and I've understood that my duty is to bring beauty and love to the world. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And I try, I've tried to do, I've tried to do it. Right. And when I haven't done it, when I haven't been successful at it, I've always tried to go back and make it right. Right. And, um, you know, that means, you know, hurting somebody's feelings or getting out of pocket or any of that kind of stuff. Like I've always tried to go back and make it right because I understand I've always understood about myself mm-hmm. is um, that I, you know, that's what I'm supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. right? And also holding up my people, you know, being the Amen. best that I can be, mm-hmm. not not be famous, not be Oprah, not be Tyler Perry, mm-hmm. not be Spike, not be you know Obama and Michelle, mm-hmm. but be the best person that I can be in my community, right? right? And loving and supporting my people and other people, um, um, and so that's that's what I've tried to do. And I also think, just to jump back, I think sometimes when I was younger, that was the thing that really caused people to to attack or feel threatened because I think they saw that they saw like. This is a kind person. Mm-hmm. This is a person who is not trying to start no mess, not trying to get in people's business, is not trying, just a person trying to move through the world. And, and, and you was, were special I'm, and they saw that. You were special I'm, and they saw that. Yeah. And so, and so that's, you know, you know, that's what that's what I've that's what I've always tried to do, and, and I try to do it with my music. Um, the new record, like a tree, that um, I haven't released completely yet. Mm-hmm. It more of more that my first record, Love You Good, um, is all about is all about that. It's all about my relationships. It's all about uh, my love relationships. It's all about my life. It's really like an introduction to who I am, and love and like a tree is a continuation of of that about love being as strong as a tree, rooted in concrete. You cannot break it down. You can you can the leaves will fall off, the branches mm-hmm. might break, but you cannot pull the tree up. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that's that's what that's what that's about. Um, and I'm super excited. To, super excited about that as well um but i just i you know i just feel that the industry you know that's the thing about the stuff that i love to do and where i see myself going the industries that i've been in are ever changing they're constantly ebbing and flowing and changing right and you know people who 
you know, came and blew our minds away in fashion. And then people came and blew our minds away mm-hmm. in music. And then, you know, you know, they're not relevant anymore, mm-hmm. right? There's a new, a new person or a new gimmick or a new whatever. It's like right? the new flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. A new flavor of the month, right? right? Um, and so I'm always just like, well, you know, I can do this, I can do that, I can pivot here, I can do that, da, 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 whatever. I created this, maybe I'll put that out again. You know, like for for example, my partner said to me, well, you know, it's been about 30 years since you released your, you, you did your first collection. Yeah. Maybe to think about re-releasing it again. It's a whole new generation of people who have not seen this, who would be interested in purchasing this, the t-shirt designs, all of that stuff. I have all of that stuff. And I was like, what? I would love it. There's a jacket and a coat that I would love to have. Jacket and a coat that I would love to have. I, I was like, really? Because yeah. be yeah. like, it's different. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, but I'm already, I'm, I'm thinking way, way, way ahead. Um, and not, again, not trying to do the same things over and over again. That's, that's always my thing. And I think I said that in the, in part one of this interview, that I'm really interested in constantly moving forward and challenging myself creatively. Like I, I've been on stage, sang with people, I've, you know, sang background, I've, I've gone to Cuba and performed in Cuba, which was huge. Yeah huge a huge deal um and um and you know i'm i'm always looking at the next thing to do i know i'm I'm sorry no you i know that you know you spoke we spoke about fashion and we spoke about music and we spoke about food well what i didn't say was when i come and see you i would like for you to cook a thanksgiving meal for me okay Because you know I love Thanksgiving, uh, and I want yeah. all the trimmings. Okay, thank you. I just do had to put do, that out there. You do, a th- do you do a Thanksgiving dinner? You do a Thanksgiving dinner for yourself sometimes. Absolutely, I cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you do. Absolutely, I, you I cook. Do. Absolutely. Um, I yeah, well, you know, I try not to go overboard because I have no control. <laughs> uh, so I I cook. Um, you know, that's just, it's in me, um, you know, being raised in the Midwest with these women who would be up at five o'clock in the morning on, uh, the morning of Thanksgiving or be up all night cook, you know, it's just, it's what I come from. So, uh, I, I have to do it cause it's in my DNA. I have to do it. However, I try to modify a lot of things that I cook though, because, I too have gained weight and I'm on a mission. I'm actually sitting looking at my treadmill as we speak now because I have my treadmill uh, up so that it's no excuse. It's just no excuse. It's no excuse. But I'm, I mean, I'm losing weight. I'm still cute though. Don't Let's not get it twisted. I'm still cute. I know you are. All right. Let, hello. I'm, hello. I'm glad you know it. Um, but we have not talked about family 
And so as we bring our episode to a close, what does family mean to you, Philip? What does family mean to you? Oh, my goodness. Family is so important, is really, really important um, to me. I recognize that fam, you know, family is changing. Family is not always the people that you know have share your bloodline. Mm-hmm. Sometimes family are people that you you meet and you you fall in love with, and they become part of your family. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's super super important, and you know it's important it's important for the now, but. I also feel that it's super important for the people who've come and gone on mm-hmm. and the people and, and the young people behind me, right? And, you know, the ancestors are, you know, keeping us safe, guiding us, if we honor them, if we talk to them, if we pray with them, we light candles for them. Mm-hmm. We put out fresh water and flowers for them. They are still with us. People, you know, people say, oh, yeah, they, 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 they died or they passed on. And I'm a believer that energy doesn't die. It just transforms, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, when... When some when someone we love passes or makes their transition, it's a time to celebrate them and remember them. And you know, I have an altar in my home with people that I love, family members that I love, that taught me things, that held me when I was hurting, mm-hmm. that encouraged me when I was down. Um, people that made me laugh, people that saw great things in me, people who taught me things, family members who taught me things. And I think I think it's super important. And you know, again, it's important to be with family in the now, right? Um but I also think it's important to recognize the people who've gone on. Absolutely. And and then the people behind us, the young people. You know, the young people, like the young people in my family, you know, (laughs) I love them. I recognize that they're doing things very different from the way we did things. Mm -hmm. You know, I respect it. I wish that we had the connections. um, Yeah. Like my generation and the generation before me had with our old people or our our kind of old folks and they don't i don't know that they feel that i mean they you know some 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 families are like that but um i noticed in our in my family in particular the young people are not as connected to the older people Mm, that's interesting that, that we that we were and i know you were like this Oh, yeah. You were raised this way that the yeah. older people we were we were connected to them. They took care of us. Very they watched so. us. They they fed us. They spanked us Very when we got out. So. Of, they you know they took us to church. They took us mm-hmm. they took us to parties. They took mm-hmm. you know you know we were around them all the time, right? And um, I know that 
you know, the younger generation is not connected in that way. And I just had an epiphany about that in particular, that I am the older generation <laughs> for the younger people in mm-hmm. my in my family. And so I actually have to do more of connecting with it. Um, but again, I think the dynamics of family have changed that people are spread out more now. Yep. People are living coast to coast. People are living overseas. Families are not so centrally located no. in one place where you can go down the street yep. and see your auntie that direction and your uncle or go down this way and see your aunt uncle or your grandparents or your great grandparents or your cousins down that street. Like everybody is right there. Um, and I think that might have something to do with this kind of feeling of disconnect. Um, but I try, I try to, I try to throw out little, what do you call it? Little lines to let people know I'm here. If you need me, I'm here. If you need some guidance, I'm here. If you just need to vent, I'm here. If you need anything, right. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, that's my take. That's my take. Try to love everybody in the now and continue to love them in the after. That's, that's uh, deep because uh, recently my aunt passed away. God, I don't want to cry. And my mother's sister. And she was the matriarch of the family. She was, she was. The oldest, because my mother's the youngest, and so obviously she spent more time with my with my grandmother. But um, any questions that I ever had, and God bless my grandmother, God bless everyone that's, that's gone on. Um, any question that I had regarding my grandmother, my grandfather, anything, anything, she always had an answer. And she just recently passed away, and I was devastated. Wow. And so my brother told me, uh, the night of her funeral, he had gotten drunk. <laughs> Several people did. I didn't drink. I didn't drink, though. I didn't drink anything. And he came over to where I was. And I, at the time, I was at my niece's house. It was a fabulous place in the D. Shout out to everybody in the D. And he <laughs> said to me, you know, you've got to fill her shoes now. And I said, excuse me? Because I knew he'd been drinking. And I was like, what? He said, you have to fill her shoes now. And he just went on and on and on. And he said, I know it's a big job. It's a big responsibility. And maybe you didn't ask for this responsibility, but you have to do it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I listened to him. I said, okay, you're just, you're drinking, you're drunk. Go home, go to bed. <laughs> then I went to church a few weeks after that and had an elder at the church say to me, you have to step up. And I was like, step, like, step, step up. (laughs) I'm not really sure what you're speaking about. And she said, it's it's time for you to step up. You have to take that position. You have to keep the family together. And so to me, um, that's a, that's a big that's a big responsibility. Yeah, it is. It is. But um I I know that I I'm I have to do it because um I 
it's it's the role that I have been called to. It's my assignment. And so to me, my family is you. There's not a price. You know, there's no price that you can put on it. So if I could take my fancy car and all the clothes and the furniture and all this stuff, and I'm very thankful to have it. I'm not saying that I'm not thankful because I know that, you know, some people don't have that. And I'm extremely blessed. And so I appreciate that. But I would take all of these things and just trade them in if I could spend time with my daddy again. (laughs) Um, I'm so sorry. I I really am. So, you know. know. It's it's such a loss that has never, never goes away. It's never like, oh, it's okay, right? Oh, God, I don't want to cry, but my grandmothers, my daddy, my aunts, my uncles, I would trade all of this stuff in, Philip, to see them, to be able to spend time with them, because at the end of the day, most of the people you meet, they don't love you. They want what you have, right? And the people like you and and so many others that I've been friends with for well over 30 years, like, that's my family, you know what I mean? For those people... they're not coming back they're not and so when you have people in your life you love you have to let them know that it's true and um you have to be present while being present because um those folks that have gone on had my back if i needed something to eat it was not a question of where I would go. If I needed some place to stay, it was never a question of that. If I needed money, it was never a question of that. But, you right. know, I'm not in the city that I was born. I'm in a right. completely different place. And I do have family here, you know, people who have my back. But when you talk about where I'm from, I'm from right. the D. Yeah. A lot of my people are in Detroit and Chicago, Ohio, all over the world, but I'm from the Midwest. And so to see these people slowly disappearing, it is it's overwhelming. It is overwhelming because they're they're gone yeah. and they're not coming back. So um, yeah. it is, yeah, it, it's it, it is, over, it is overwhelming yeah. and it is, it is, it is terrifying. Yeah. It is terrifying recognizing that they're 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 going away right and they are um they're making they're making a transition yep so something new a new form new you know a new thing and we're still here and we're going to be moving Mm -hmm. up to the next tier and we've got to do like you said, you gotta you gotta fill the blank. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta take over. You know that's what we that's what we gotta do. We gotta do it in our careers. We gotta yeah. do it uh, in our families, and it's just the natural progression of things. So essentially, and, what I was saying was, this material stuff it don't mean shit. It doesn't. It's nice to have. But if I could take it and trade it in once again, like I said, and spend a weekend with my daddy, yeah, it wouldn't. I I wouldn't hesitate to spend a weekend with my grandmother and have her wash my hair and braid my hair and me lay on her. 
my grandmothers, my aunts, any of them, because it was always wisdom and knowledge when I was around them. They used to school the hell out of me. And I was so young at the time, I didn't really understand it. But when I sit back and I just reason with myself at times, I hear those conversations and I'm like, wow, now I get it. Yeah. And I and yeah. I just hate you not here for me to say I get it so that I could add on to the conversation. Right. Ah, uh, but um Well you're adding on to the conversation. You're adding it you're adding on to it through the podcast, you're adding on to it through your boys. Yeah. You're adding on to it through your community of people who love and support you. You're you're adding on and you're adding on to the family as well. Yeah. It's happening. It, it's hard to kind of see, I think, stuff that's happening when it's happening. It's stuff that's happening constantly in the in the moment, in the now. And we're not paying attention to most stuff, right? Stuff mm-hmm. just passes us by. It's not until it's well in front of us that we look and say, oh, now I see. Now I understand what that was about. I understand what that lesson was about. I understand the pain that that they suffered, right? And I understand how to apply it to my life now. And I think, you know, I can't, of course, I can't tell you how to feel and how to grieve and, and how to miss the people that you love, the way I deal, the way I grieve, the way I celebrate is I continue to talk about them. I, again, I light candles, put flowers out. I talk to them. I go to the altar. I sit there. I look at them. I talk to them. I tell them what's going on. And they, they visit me. And when I talk to people about it, (laughs) they just look at me like I'm crazy, but they visit me. They talk to me. I have, I'll tell you a story. Yeah. And I, you know, have, you know, I have, have very, very lucid dreams. And I'm, I probably am giving away too much about my personal life. <laughs> but I have very, very vivid lucid dreams. And I remember my dreams very, very well. And a couple of months ago, you know, I put out, you know, sometimes when we make black eyed peas and yeah. and uh, and greens, I put some black eyed peas and greens out. Sometimes I put out some whiskey. Sometimes I put a little cigarette out there. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, I put little things out on the altar. And a couple months ago, you know, this is stuff that this is a regular. This is what we do. My my partner is the same, and he and he's got his loved ones, his mom and dad and his aunts and his aunt uh, Barbara Smith just passed um, a couple of weeks ago and that was devastating because yeah. it was unexpected and instant and um, and you know it was you know he talked I re- he was talking to her on the phone and they were laughing. The next thing you know, He's getting a call maybe three or four days later. She's mm. in the hospital. Then one day later, she's gone. And Barbara okay. Smith was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful woman. And I love her. I mean, my partner loves her because that's his auntie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she loved him and 
adored him like his mother did, like his dad did. Um, but I adored Barbara Smith because she was sweet and kind to me. Mm-hmm. And when he introduced me to his family, she embraced me. Sometimes when, you know, you you get introduced to people's family, everybody kind of looking at you sideways, yeah. trying to just whether they checking know, you like, out. Checking mm-hmm. you out. And I think she instantly knew that this is a good person. This is a person that is not trying to hurt my loved one. Yeah. This is um this is a good person. And she treated me just like she treats him treated him. And so, but, you know, and we honored, we honored her and we, you know, he honors her every day and we talk about him every day. But a couple of months ago, um, I had a, I had a dream and it happened twice. The first one, I had thrown a dinner party cocktail for all of my ancestors (laughs) <laughs> who had gone on wow. and it was insane and there were so many people people I recognized and people I did not recognize and I was just running around and giving people hors d'oeuvres and pouring them cocktails and they were laughing and talking and and I was the one when something you know something happened one of my one of my cousins who, who passed um spilled mustard on his navy blue shirt and he was like philip do you have something for this i I spilled some mustard on my shirt i'm running around grabbing (laughs) grabbing a towel to you know to give him and i woke up exhausted and laughing i was like oh my god that was insane everybody was there my aunts my uncles my cousins my grandparents running you around you know people that i didn't even recognize and i said to my partner i said are these people always with me and he was like they're always with you they're always with you they're always around you and all you have to do is talk to them and 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 just as though they were right here talk to them when you're happy, talk to them. When you're sad, talk to them. And they will come to you. They will give you advice. They will they will guide you. And I was just, I was floored by it. I had to call my grandmother and, my, uh, uh, and tell them about it. And then mm-hmm. I think maybe a couple of more days, a couple of days after, it was another dinner party. And it was the same, it was the same thing. And it was like, what wow. is happening? And I was just cracking up laughing like, what, what do y'all want from me? What, well, you know, I'm going to tell you this, what? and this is crazy. So this month, uh, about 12 years now, my father passed away in April, right? So April, I'm, I'm like, oh, my God, I don't, you know. Anyway, I had a dream. Now, I've only seen my father twice in my dreams, right? I just had a dream that, and it was, it was a, last night that my father came to me in my dream and he said to me um, one of my aunts right gave me her name like it was clear as day in my dream 
that basically she needed to go to the hospital. She needed to go to the doctor immediately. Now, when I woke up out of my dream, when I woke up this morning, the first person that I called was my aunt. And she didn't pick up. And I kept calling and calling and calling and calling. Eventually, I got to around 10 o'clock. And they called me little girl. She was like, little girl, what's going on? I said, my daddy came to me in my dream. I said, just listen to me. And he said, you need to go to the doctor. Because all he kept saying was, what about her son? What about her son? That's all he kept saying to me. And she said to me, Carla, that's crazy that you said that. Because I have an appointment (laughs) Um, with my doctor regarding an examination that I had. Philip? Philip. Philip. How would I know that? Philip. How would I know that? Philip, how would I know that? This is the piece, this is the piece that, you know, I'm certain that other people know this. And I I really believe that our traditions, our traditions from, from, from the enslaved moment before in Africa, different parts of Africa, that all of these things and traditions stay with us. Yep. yep. They are they are they are with us. Even when people try to beat it out of us, try to make it seem like it's not important, try to get us to focus on other things. Yep. They, you know, the traditions that we that are part of us are not important, are not real. I believe yeah. that they are still with us. And they you know, our ancestors are communicating with us constantly if we are open, yeah, if we believe, so. if so. we see and can guide us and can talk to us and can, you know, I know it sounds crazy and who, who we, who we is what they say, <laughs> um, but I, I believe, I believe it. I believe yeah. it and I, I believe it because my life is an example yeah. of it, you know. I, I again I stay I stay talking and praying yeah. and have conversation conversations and I know that they are keeping us safe. Yeah. They are guiding us. They are letting us know you get those feelings like mm. Mm, this ain't right, turn mm. here. Yep. Like like, oh don't go to that event. It's mm. time to leave. Mm. Like whatever. Like letting us no, those those are real. For me, those are real. I, I mean, real. I agree 100%. So when you say walk around and talk to them, I mean, you haven't been to my place, but I have a whole wall unit and I have nothing but pictures of my family. Not yes. like a whole, it's a whole shrine almost, right? Uh, and I walk around and I call out to them. I call out to my grandmothers, especially when I'm in the market and I have to make a decision about something and I don't know. I always call on my father. My, just yeah. I'm, I'm always calling on them. I always call on them because I know they're here, but it's like, oh, my God. You know, sometimes you, you know, it's 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 difficult. Sometimes it's very difficult. It is difficult. It is because, you know, we're used to dealing in the flesh and I want to touch you. I want to hold you. I want to be with you. I want to, I want to see you. I want to sit underneath you. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. tell me something. I don't know. You know, we want all of that. And, you know, I think 
if we open up our minds, we can we can have that. We can have it. We can't have it in the way that we right. used to have it. Right. We can we can still have it. Um, oh, and people are gonna probably listen to this and be like, "Ooh, that's a nutcase right there." Yeah. But I care. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? This is us really talking. So we talk about everything. We talk about everything. And this is just a snippet of a conversation that we would have. So just imagine when we get together what really goes down. But I appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your evening. I'm sorry for your loss. I appreciate it. Thank you. and, And I know, you know, it's just time. It's just time. It doesn't make it easier, but no. it just it just is you know, it makes it at least bearable. Right? And um and know that I love you and and if you need me I'm here. If you need to just talk, you need to cry, you need to, you know, say whatever you wanna say. Oh God, I'm, you're the best. You know my father yeah. passed away in April, so April is always April's are hard. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I but I love you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Kisses. I'm going to call I love you. you. Good night. We'll talk soon. Okay. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Love you. Bye. Good night, Bye-bye. family. Bye-bye.